2: I got to tell you, that's not a bad open. First of every month, Big Mac changes it up, and that was uh, was not terrible. I could have done without the mention of Darren Williams. I mean, that would have been nice. Cardin Roberts here on the fan. Craig is off. He returns in a couple of days. We did get a very good idea from somebody on Twitter that we should try for maybe a segment or two to just have Craig co-host the show with me with just clips of him and see how far... That segment can go, and maybe we'll do that today if Lugie bores us, but he won't, because this is Tommy Lugauer's moment. He's doing afternoon drive, he's sitting in the Craig chair, I love it. How are you, sir?
3: Evan, I'm great. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm locked and loaded. I am extremely pumped up to do the show with you, my friend. Oh, that's so very Let's exciting. go. Let's rock.
2: Welcome to the jungle. Let's go. <laughs> so I did everybody a favor today. Uh, and Lugie can make fun of me, and he could call me a loser, and that's fine. I will take the slings and the arrows. This morning, when I heard that Aaron Rodgers was on a podcast with something called an Aubrey Marcus, I said, "You know what? I'm going to do not just for Lugie, not just for this audience, but for everybody who is a Jet fan. I'm going to listen to every second of this podcast because I have bragged that I'm a Rodgersologist, and the only way to be a Rodgersologist is to listen to what this man has to say." to understand this man, to see what makes him tick, to see what makes him happy, to see what makes him sad. And so what I did for all of you for one hour and 45 minutes of my life I can never get back that time. I could have been listening to BT and Tiki. I could have been, I don't know, talking to myself about our fantasy team. I could have called my wife on the phone while driving to work to talk about our sons. But instead, I listen to something called a Marcus Aubrey and Aaron Rodgers talk for an hour and 35 minutes, and I've come up with a conclusion. Here's the conclusion. He's a weird guy, okay? You you think, Evan? He's a strange gentleman, but all he wants is love, Lugie. Is that it? All he wants is love. Speaking of love, Ev, you and all
3: Jet fans are desperate. Aaron Rodgers has come back from Middle Earth where he was hanging out with the Baggins, with uh, Gandalf. He was smoking hookah in a cave, whatever the hell he was doing. And he's got you, he's got Jet fans waiting on every single thing he says with baited breath. Yeah, of course. You are desperate. Of and course, I'm here yeah. as a friend, Ev. It's not happening. This is all a dog and pony show. You
2: yeah. think he's putting on a dog and pony he, he, show? He, bro,
3: why wouldn't he just go into the darkness? If he wants to ride a flying dog in Fantasia, then go do it. Why does he have to make everything about him? Why didn't he just go on this retreat? Why right. did have to say, I have hey. an
2: Aaron Rodgers clip to respond to that. So this is why I listen to him. So, Big Mac, can you pull up the clip where he responds to those that say, I'm sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sick of the darkness retreat, and I'm sick of hearing about him, and anyone who thinks I'm a diva, here's what I've got to say about you. Can you play that clip? Because here's the beautiful thing. As a Rodgersologist, I don't have to respond for him. I could simply have Aaron Rodgers respond for himself. So here's his response to Tommy being very upset that Aaron Rodgers is putting on this dog and pony show.
4: You don't like it? When you think it's drama, you think I'm being a diva, or whatever, then just tune it out.
3: Tune it out. How could you tune it out? Tune it's it everywhere. Out, man. It's everywhere. Aaron Rodgers is everywhere. Dude, How to, if you want to go into the darkness, if you want to go into a dark hole, if you want, by the way, this whole idea that he's sitting there and he's like, well, I had to do this. I you didn't have to do anything, bro. Have a burger and a beer and you can figure out what your life's about. If he wants to do stuff like this, that's fine, but do it where no one knows about it. He is toying with the hearts of Jet fans. You guys are desperate, right, Evan? You can't say well, Jet- Yeah, I
2: mean, we know we're desperate. Well, you're not breaking any news here. I either. understand that, but like, well, losers. Still, You want to throw that in there? No, I'm
3: not going to say you're losers, but here's the situation. I'll give you an analogy. You ready for this? You're a married guy. You're happily married, but there's one point where Evan Roberts was a young single guy, right? You have Derek Carr sitting there, right? You've gone on one date with Derek Carr. You have another date. What is it? Today he's meeting with Woody Johnson. That's a second date. Nice girl, nice family, has a good living. You're going to have fun with Derek Carr. You're going to have a nice life, but then there's that sexy girl. That's Aaron Rodgers, where they could get you to the promised land. It could be nuts. She could cook your eggs after you make whoopie, but She may stiff you. She may never come here. And you're holding out hope. You're waiting by the phone for Aaron Rodgers to call. You got a girl right there in Derek Carr. Right. And you're going on dates. And he knows. Derek Carr knows you like this other girl. I got an
2: eye for somebody else. Yes. Yes. You're spot on so far.
3: I don't see the problem. The problem here is this. Aaron Rodgers is a myth is a fantasy, is a dream. It's not happening, Ev.
2: Well, why do you come to that? I mean, everything you've said, actually, up until that last part, you're right. Right. I think we all know that we're desperate losers. That's why we're sitting here on March 1st analyzing Aubrey Marcus and Aaron Rodgers, having a conversation for an hour and a half, because we all want to find out, like, is he going to play football? Does he want to play for the Jets? Like, all that's true. So, sure, you got me. We're very, very desperate. But why do you draw the conclusion that he's not coming here? Like, I listened to this for an hour and a half. I doubt you did. Maybe you did. I doubt it, though. I didn't hear a word that said, I'm not going to play football or I'm not going to play for another team. So why are you so confident that it won't happen? I'm confused by that. Well, here's why, Evan. We all have guts, right? Some bigger than others. Yours.
3: My gut feeling is this guy is staying with the Packers, and this is all a big show. It's not happening. He's not going to the Raiders. He's not going to the Jets. He's staying with the Packers. Just your gut? Just my gut feeling that yeah. this is all like for show. If you wanted to come to the
2: Jets, why are you making this such a big circus? Why? Why not just Well I think the- that some some guys, when they make a big decision like this, it's not as simple as waking up after the season ends and saying, I'm gonna play football or I'm not gonna play football. Now, I think most of us assume that he's going to play football. I think that's an assumption we all have. Yes. Based on what he said today, he's literally deciding. He's thinking about life when he doesn't play football. He did it. He spent one entire day in the darkness in which he envisioned being retired. He did. He spent an entire day imagining life as a retired guy. Hold on a second. And then he spent an entire day thinking about playing football, yeah. Uh, You think, all right, if you're sitting alone in the darkness,
3: you're Aaron Rodgers, you're a 38-year-old dude, you're going to spend 24 hours thinking about retirement. You're thinking about other stuff. That's number one.
2: Number two. Well, he did think about other stuff the first two days. This is day three of the darkness. That's when he went to retirement. He was thinking about his childhood. He was thinking about life. I mean, listen, I don't care as much about all that stuff. None of us do, but I respect that. He was thinking about other stuff for the first two days. Day three, an entire day as a retired man. Day four, an entire day playing football. Now go ahead. Refresh my memory. The last time Aaron Rodgers
3: was at Lambeau Field, what happened? He got his ass beat by the freaking lion. No, you Did think you jump, he wants to go- No, I'm, I'm not. jumping around. No, because huh? I'm saying he doesn't want to go out like that. This is a lifelong passion. Okay, so he's playing football. He's playing football. He said it in the in the podcast. I got unfinished business, right? Very vague. I feel like the unfinished business is with the Packers. He's got a beef with the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers, who's a spiteful dude, is going to stay there and stick it to the Packers by winning with the Packers.
2: The thing is, he doesn't have it. And this is what I find fascinating about how this is going to end. It's not simply up to Aaron Rodgers. It isn't. Like, the Green Bay Packers could decide, and trying to think of what uh, Goon Schoon said the other day, the GM of the Packers, he also said Jordan Love should play right now. Like, that was one of the comments he made. And so there's a chance that when Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have a conversation, which is going to be soon, that the Packers are the ones who say, look, I think it's best that we move on. How is it best that they move on, Evan? Why? Or Rodgers?
3: Who gives the Packers the better chance to win over the next two to three years? Well, no, in
2: the short term, it's Aaron Rodgers. But you got to remember, they've had him now for two decades. And they also need to find out what they have in this kid. Like, they're at a moment of... Is Jordan Love our future, or is he not our future? And if I could turn Aaron Rodgers around into a first-round pick and we kind of continue, I don't want to even say rebuild, but the reimagination of the Green Bay Packers, I can see why that makes a lot of sense. So the one thing you have to keep in mind is, and Rodgers gets this, by the way, as big of an ego as it sounds like he has, he knows that ultimately it's not just up to him. Like, and I've always said this, and I stand by this, both parties have to agree to keep this going. And if they do, you're right. He's a Green Bay Packer. If one side, whether it's Rodgers or the Packers, say we should move on, it's over. So even if you're right that Aaron Rodgers has unfinished business in Green Bay, and by the way, hour and a half, I have no firm declaration that he does. I actually have audio that I don't think will prove he wants out, but certainly had me believing, wow, he's done. And I'll play it for you in a second. It's a two-party thing. Did the Packers raise ticket prices for season ticket holders? I don't think that matters. Why at all. does that not matter?
3: You're not gonna you're not gonna raise prices and then not have Aaron Rodgers. I think in the
2: NFL, specifically with a team like Green Bay, your brand is so much bigger than one individual player. I think in the NBA it may be different. Even in baseball, it's different. I don't think. Oh, the Aaron Rodgers price...
3: is the Green Bay Packers. No, he's not. Yes, he is. The
2: Green Bay Packers brand is a lot bigger than one guy. Over
3: the last like 10, 15 years, it's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but they would he's still, the face of
2: the franchise. They would still sell out every game. They're still the Packers. You not if mean? they are zero and five. You're not gonna have Packer fans in that building. No, but going into the season, people will buy tickets. Maybe. You're wrong about that. Okay. Well so see I don't if think No, because that it doesn't that doesn't prove you're right. What would prove you're right is if Rodgers leaves and they can't draw flies, then you'd be right. Otherwise, it doesn't prove anything that they raise ticket prices by five dollars a ticket. Doesn't prove anything. But here's what made me think when he started talking about the conversation he's gonna have with the Packers and how long he's been there. Now listen to this entire clip. Because as I was listening to it, I was like, that son of a bitch is gone. That guy's out of here. So here's the clip. Big Mac looks very, very confused. Me and Connor went over it before the show. So just ask Uncle Connor. He'll take care of it. All right. The conversation with Green Bay and how long he's been there. Play this one.
4: I'm under contract with the Packers for sure. So if I decide uh, to play, like... Uh, By the way, can you pause that for I mean, honestly. Yeah. Oh,
2: hold on one second. Did anybody notice the Craig Carton sniff right out of the gate? He did a sniff. He did, not the sniff, the carton sniff. That's a like copyrighted by Craig. That's what he does. Oh, uh, you know, we'll be right back. So well, why- I mean,
5: he said it right after he said, you know, if I decide to play. That's a very distinctive. He wanted to make sure you heard that. <laughs> yes. he, he, yeah. he gave the sniff pause, which is the carton sniff pause. That is the carton. Right, I play from the beginning. Go no, ahead.
4: I'm under contract with the Packers for sure. So if I decide uh, to play, like... Uh, First is a conversation with them. You know, mm-hmm. where are you guys at? Like honestly, like um, I've been there eighteen years, and and I have so much love for Green Bay and the organization. I mean, eighteen years—that's a teenager.
3: Make a friggin' decision!
2: I mean, what are we doing? Hold you... on a second. What? What are we? What's Hold on! No, no, no,
4: no, no. Time out! Time! I get very
2: excited. That's a teenager. What do teenagers do when they turn eighteen years old? What do they do? They leave. They say thank you. I'm out, I'm going to college, I'm going to the University of Miami, I'm moving out. After 18 years, some of us, some people just yeah, live Maybe at home. in the 1950s,
5: <laughs> it's,
2: <laughs> what it's changed is that? a
5: little bit. We all live in our parents' basements till at least 26, 27. <laughs> I lived to my till my parents
2: was 30. But Jeez, Aaron Rodgers was basically saying, "I'm 18, I'm a teenager. Get me the hell out of here." No, that's how you interpreted that. <laughs> I, I, I interpreted, love the way yeah. it like, sounds like Stewie Griffin. Well, you know,
3: i have 18 years. If I play or not, if I don't play, this guy has Green Bay, Vegas. And the New York Tri-State area in the palm of his hands. Yes, he and does. And he loves it. Yes, he does. He is playing. We <laughs> all know he's friggin' playing. And this is where I get nuts with you, Evan what Roberts. What the hell did I do? You sit there every day and find ways to besmirch the great Tom Brady. Yet, when Aaron Rodgers does the same BS, you grovel. You're running around the halls like a schoolgirl. Did you hear what Aaron Rodgers said? Can you cut up the Aaron Rodgers clips? Because you're desperate. I respect that. Yeah, I want you, him on my team. You What's want the problem on with that? Because you look the other way when it's Aaron Rodgers and he's doing this and he can no, stand you no, no, up, no, but for I, Brady,
2: you mock. I want to make this clear. I get that Aaron Rodgers is a little different. I get he's a little strange, a little, and that's fine. Like I don't need my quarterback to be non-strange. I don't need my quarterback to be my buddy. I don't need to play checkers with my quarterback. I just want the guy who gives my team the best chance to win, which he does. So as crazy or weird or as different as he is or as much as he wants to live life through podcasts or talking to Pat McAfee and explaining how he's sitting in a dark room for four days, which I do, I have to admit, I find fascinating. Besides, like, studying this as a Rogersologist and trying to give the information to the people listening as well as I can, I do find, like, sitting in a dark room for four days fascinating. You, no, ne- you have to admit. Yeah, you've never pledged a fraternity, clearly. But w- what's so fascinating about it? Why? Were you, you pledging it? a fraternity and you were in darkness well, for four straight days? I can't A's?
3: speak about that. But I'm just saying, Ev, what is so fascinating about it? It's stupid. I, I don't even... Can't even think of a better word. It's dumb. You're very close-minded. Evan. You find, you know, Evan. You don't find, like... Hey, this is in 1850. Steps. Think f- about all the things that we could do in this world. You're dating Mallory Edens. You're Aaron Rodgers. You don't need to do this. Why are you for four so days. judgmental to this guy? Why am I so judgmental? <laughs> Evan, let <laughs> me let me put you? it to you this way, and I'm not being judgmental. Let the you, guy live, man. You are admittedly so weird strange whatever and before why are you the, attacking me what I'm the not, hell of I'm, I'm done? not attacking you I'm going to I'm going to make a correlation and prior to this show you kind of lived in your own weirdness you allowed your weirdness to be on the backside. you were the Evan Roberts the radio host and your weird things you kind of kept quiet why can't this guy just keep the weird stuff quiet cuz we care yet yeah, and he knows it like that's think about the this. point so he's, he's messing and toying with you he's
2: on an interview with Pat McAfee and Pat McAfee asks him Uh, Hey, when are you going to decide if you're going to retire or not? And he gave an answer. And if you don't like the answer, you think it's uh, annoying, then don't listen to it. I'm curious. I think Jet fans are curious only because of our interest in him being on the football team. So you follow like, okay, what's he doing now? What's he saying now? What's he doing now? And I totally get that there are going to be people that say, I'm sick of hearing about this. I don't want to hear about Aaron Rodgers anymore. And I admit the only reason I care is because I want the guy to quarterback my team. And I think he would be the guy who gives this team the best chance to win. But I have to admit, four days in darkness, I'm kind of fascinated by it. What would you do in those four days, Evan? Well, one thing I would not talk about on the air I would do, but that is private. All right, after uh,
3: after that minute and a half, then what would you do? (laughs) Less than that. Yeah, less than that, if,
2: especially if you're hard up. Like, so, what, what, so, exactly. So, you do that, then what? Especially if
5: you're what? I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, I
2: have no idea. Backed up, whatever. Um, what would I do? I guess I would think. I would think like Aaron Rodgers. I would ponder life. I would ponder presidents. I would kind of debate, like, all right, maybe James Garfield was a little bit overrated. I'd think about baseball. i put lineups together. You would think I'd think about, about my baseball. sons and how awesome they are. I'd think about my wife and wonder, how the hell does she put up with me? I'd give Craig like five minutes. i think about Craig for like five minutes. Like, ah, that was fun. i think about Beningo for a few minutes. i think about, I don't know, i think about freaking life. But how about the fact, and I didn't realize this, this is why I do, as much as Aubrey Marcus and Aaron Rodgers bored me for an hour and a half There were a few things I was fascinated about. Play this clip. He had to walk up steps to go to the bathroom, and there was something set up in this dark room that actually could have killed him, where Aaron Rodgers could have got stabbed to death, and we never would have seen him play football, and yet the brilliance of Aaron Rodgers, like picking up a blitz, like picking up a linebacker coming off the edge, he came up with a game plan to avoid that near-death experience.
4: Four steps medium-sized steps to the bathroom. only thing I can drill you is this wall on the left here besides the bed. And then once you get to the bathtub, you take a right, and it's about three steps. you got to watch out for this big hook that's coming out of the wall. (laughs) Big hook? they got a big hook on the wall. It's it's dicey. It was a dangerous hook, potentially, if you didn't put the towel. Uh, I put the towel over the hook. It was really a towel.
2: Look at this guy. He knew what to do. He said, I can't get stabbed by the hook. What I'll do is I'll put a towel on the hook. So if I ram myself into the hook... I won't die. That's the guy I need as my quarterback. Bring him in. Why? Because he knows how to survive if he's in the wilderness, lost
3: and alone, something that has nothing to do with football. Shows you're you a smart, oh, so he can think. Yeah, Evan. Right out of the Call game. me when the first NFL game <laughs> is in complete darkness. It doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> it's weird. It's unusual. And he put his, you know what, on the line where there's a hook that he could have had a situation that all of us here as males wouldn't want to be in. I don't That's mean, what you're
2: fascinating. I don't by. mean to badmouth you because I'm sure you could survive in the woods for like an hour or so. Evan, Evan but can I, I just you cut would've... you over real quick? I could not survive in my apartment for an
3: hour without my <laughs> wife. So just know that Fair i admit enough. that i could not survive at all i have so no life skills so do you think
2: the hook would have decapitated you in fairness bro is that it, possible a
3: hundred percent i have See? zero
2: life skills that, zero that that's the that's my quarterback he knows all right there's a hook here before i blow out this candle and go in a complete darkness let me make sure that i don't ram myself into this hook can you imagine if the story ended that way Unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers is not available to play in 2023 because he stabbed himself with a hook while he was in a Yeah, and then dark the story room. comes
3: out before the KV committed <laughs> to the Jets. Sorry. Your quarterback got stabbed by a hook. Better
2: luck next year. So just to prove to you that I'm fair and balanced, because I think you feel that I'm listening to Aaron Rodgers talk to this guy trying to rationalize why he's gonna be a jet. Yes. There was a clip that concerned me. Go ahead. Do you want to hear it? I do. All right, so this is the clip that concerns me. Aaron Rodgers' motivation to play football. Now, we could come up with a million different reasons on why he'd be motivated to play football. Getting paid a lot of money, uh, just because he loves the game. One thing that we could definitely bring up, and certainly a reason why he would come to the Jets, because I'd make this argument, you maybe would even agree with me, that the Jets give him the best chance to win a Super Bowl. You could certainly make that argument with the talent that they have on defense. No question about it. Sure. You don't agree with that? That's fine. No, that's
3: fair. I mean, I think a lot of teams have talent, but yes, the Jets certainly have some nice young players.
2: Okay, there you go. Aaron Rodgers made a comment about would winning another Super Bowl motivate him?
4: I got to win another Super Bowl so people, you know, think, is, you know, think of me in a you know, higher sense. Like, no, I don't, I don't need to do any of that. You know, I love playing, and that's a good enough reason.
2: That kind of scared me. You don't need to do that, Aaron? Like, I would want to hear a guy who's won one Super Bowl, and that's great, by the way. It's one more than Dan Marino. I would love to hear a guy say, you know what keeps me up at night, uh, Aubrey? You know what really bothered me in this darkness? I only won once. And while that one was great, I had so much fun. It was fantastic. I need a second. That boils my blood to win a second. Now, he did reveal that being slighted motivates him because he mentioned that he felt slighted before 2019, and he went on one back-to-back MVPs. So the slighted thing definitely affects him. But when I heard him say that about the Super Bowl, and I want to make something clear, it's not a deal breaker. I'm not saying I don't want him. Yep. I'm saying that that answer, when I heard it, if I'm being completely honest with you, when I heard that, I was like, eh, eh, Yeah, no doubt. Eh.
3: Evan, we've talked about it, and uh, Jet fans have called up. They've made their list of their quarterbacks. They, they all have their list, Right number one on the top of the list should be Super Bowl victory. So you, if you have a guy here that's not motivated to win a Super Bowl, now that doesn't mean he's going to come here, he's going to stink, he's not going to care, but if you're not hearing a guy that goes, yeah, I've lost playoff games, I've lost playoff games at home, I've lost to Brady, I'm ticked off, I'm pissed off, I got a chip, I want to bring a parade to wherever I go. If you're not hearing that, and you're hearing his, you know, prophecies on space-time continuals, then I would be really, really worried about that, and I'm not going to to. sit here and make any kind of comparisons to Katie and Kyrie you want superstars you bring in superstars but motivation is everything Ev in the NFL most teams most teams are pretty much on even playing fields there's the Chiefs there's the lower bottom it's about motivation it's about who wants it more you're bringing in a guy here you want him to win and be motivated to win
2: it's interesting you say that so and I I did not cut this clip I apologize just trust me he said this and it was it was kind of a view of the NFL it's very different than what you just said he said, you go into every year, and there's about eight teams that can win a championship. That's how he views the NFL. And he says, I've been fortunate enough that I've been on one of those teams really since 2009. That You know, they haven't won necessarily, but every year you go in thinking they have a chance. And as he was giving that answer, which is a very fair answer, I was thinking to myself, and this is where ultimately we'll find out where he goes. Where does he view even the current state of the Packers, the Raiders, and the Jets In that area. Like, would he look at the Jets and say, they're one of those eight teams if I'm there? And then, does that even matter to him? Because if he's not going to be a Green Bay Packer, and like I mentioned to you before, it's not just him. It's Green Bay deciding. What would make him decide where he wants to go? Well, I mean, Evan, when you
3: look at those eight teams or whatever, how many teams it is, what do they all have in common? Well, they have two things usually in common. A head coach and a quarterback, both really good, the marriage of that. And by the so way, you, the Jets have neither right and now. And that's why you've been in disarray forever. Sure. That You would think Aaron Rodgers would be like, I would be the missing
2: piece to pretty much any team to put them on. I the supply hump. the quarterback, so who has everything else? Right. This one last clip just made me laugh, and if it doesn't make you laugh, I apologize. I apologize for wasting your time. It's the clip where he talks about feeling pure love and loving the hands all over his body. Can you play that clip? Because when he said that, especially out of context... What? Yeah, he's talking about how much he loves pure love and hands... Yeah, play this one.
4: I want to feel what pure love feels like. Oh, boy. That was my intention. And I did. Mm. I really did. <sighs> I had a magical experience with the sensation of feeling a hundred different hands on my body. Sounds like a weekend importing in my place. a blessing of love yeah, and forgiveness for myself. And gratitude for this life from what seemed to be my ancestors.
3: That's my quarterback. So, what do you have an orgy? I mean, what is it? What the hell is he talking (laughs) about? He was sitting in a dark room, he was in Middle earth. Like, what hands were on Aaron Rodgers? Can you explain this to me? Did he have a VIP package that the hands came with? Uh, Come, Evan, you got to admit, bro,
2: that is next level oddness right there. Okay, please. I don't know, man, made me laugh. Over the course of an hour and a half, there were a lot of groans coming out of me, but then there was that occasional laugh, like, ah, I don't know what that means, but that makes me smile. We'll get your calls coming up, 877-337-6666. There is a basketball game tonight that features a lot of pressure on one team and really no pressure on the other team. Plus, something happened in baseball yesterday that I've never seen before, and maybe it's our future. Tommy Lugauer in for craig carton on this beautiful wednesday we're coming right back
0: (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too
2: And when I read about this special, I said, wow, I'm excited. Like, I will watch this. And I told my wife about it, and she said, oh, my God. Like, let's cancel all our plans because we have so much of it. You had no plans. We need to watch this. And it's funny. Like, other than a sporting event, like a big sporting event, I don't think we have that in TV anymore. I don't think there's a show. I I know there's a lot of popular shows, but... People seem to consume it at different times yeah, as opposed I, to watching something while it's happening yeah, live. Yeah, people
3: don't watch the Oscars anymore like they used to or stuff like that. And even like The Last of Us, which is super popular, but you can watch that whenever you want. It comes out on Sunday nights, but you can watch it Monday morning. Now,
2: there whatever. is some pressure to watch shows like that because you don't want to have them spoiled. No doubt. So there's definitely like a clock moving on this. But for me, when I saw this special that's coming out and it's the first of its kind... I was excited. Now, you tell me. You Big Mac, Connor, you tell me. Maybe I'm crazy. And it's nothing to mock. I think this is a big deal. It's going to be the first ever live Netflix show. Netflix has never aired anything live. Everything you've ever watched on Netflix has been placed there, and then you go watch it whenever you want. Mm -hmm. So this is the first of its kind. It's a live comedy show. All right? Comedy show. Mm -hmm. The comedy show is being hosted by the great Chris Rock. And the way it's being promoted is the entire comedy special will finally be his response to the slap. Oh, I think that's definitely must watch. Is that must watch TV? I,
3: I won't watch it, but that
5: I could see where you'd be locked in on that yeah. for sure, hundred percent. Unless just you weird, you word things weird. Okay, it's how's not, that? It, he said comedy show as if it's going to be a, like comedy. a show. A, yeah. com- a stand-up show. Yes, what he's now? doing a, it's a comedy special. A it's comedy a Chris special. Rock yeah. live stand-up special. Right. Where yes. he will address what's going on.
2: And apparently, the That's, whole it show it is, is going to be about it, but here's the one slight problem. And I just want people to know about this so you don't make the mistake that I almost made. That rag, known as the New York Post, decided, let's spoil it. So if you go to that paper today... They started writing all of the Chris Rock jokes apparently what? that he's going to I swear to god it's, it's live. Though. Well, no no. So he could change it up well, a little. Well, he's bit I'm if sure all, comedi- all
5: comedians take it on tour. He's there's no way he hasn't performed this yeah, material. Yeah, I, th- I agree.
2: I think he's performed it somewhere. Yes. But 100%. if you go to the front page of the post and I didn't even know about it until like I read about it I think it was last night. When I wake up this morning, I see the front page of the post and I'm like, "Wait a second, they're giving away the jokes." Well, then don't read it. I didn't. But I saw the front page, and I saw I saw one line. All right? Did you want me to give it away, no, or should I give, not? No,
3: you're going to give it away to everybody. Okay, fine. You're going to
2: be just as bad as them. Okay? There's one line I saw. I'd, I'd rather then actually just not. It actually, excuse me.
4: Just tune it up.
2: Oh, thank you, Aaron. Yeah. Very good. I'd rather not repeat what Chris Rock says. Put it that way.
4: That's probably but, a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> we already but, talked
3: about Brady's butt cheeks today, so we've already pissed people off. I out. just
2: think it would probably behoove me not to even say it. But I was bothered by that. I'm like, wait a second. Now I've got to spend two days trying to avoid spoilers on this incredible special that Chris Rock's going to have? And the New York Post right off the top is like, let's just give all the jokes away? And you're bothered by this, and your response
3: is to basically bite your tongue until it bleeds to not say the jokes on the radio. Well, no, because so-
2: I only saw one joke because
3: it was on the cover, Luigi. I, I didn't read the article. I understand that, Evan, but a lot of people probably didn't see That's it. That's why you, but you're—I could tell because you're fidgeting. No, I don't you want to say it. You're dying to say I it. don't want to say it. Dying.
2: No, no, no. All I'm warning everybody is: while you may want to read the sports section of the New York Post because they got—they got some good work. I would avoid the front page, and I would avoid the first five pages. What? If you want to be surprised on Saturday
3: night, are we? Are we not like? I know it's like maybe his first time he's saying it like in a big platform. Are we not just like over this? Like, a little.
5: I'm shocked. It's like the lead story at the post. Right. Like the jokes Chris Rock will tell. Well,
2: forget the post. Do you disagree with me that that's, that's a must watch no, TV I've, event? Yeah. No. I've I've talked about when it. and where. What time? Like what night? Did so you say? I'm going to
5: give everybody, I, I give think it's. It, I think it's
2: interesting. It's ten o'clock Saturday night on Netflix. So it's a Saturday, it's like So instead of Mav's sons, you're gonna be watching this. (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna be locked in, you kidding me?
3: I just so at I, I, ten o'clock on a Saturday night. I think people probably have a lot better things to do. But again, I don't know how. Like, all right, maybe this is the first time he's responding to it. But like for me, I'm over it. Like I really, you don't care. No, I love Chris Rock. I think he's one of the all time great comics. But like who doesn't? But I mean, I don't. I don't care at this point. I really don't. You're, I think a lot yeah. of people do. I just personally. Well, I, over I don't
5: it. know if anyone cares on a day to day basis. But the uh, and or if anyone else would make jokes about it, totally agree. Sure. But to actually get Chris Rock to talk about it and a comedy special with someone as, as, you know, obviously prolific a comedian as him, I think it's gonna get pretty good numbers. But to Evan's
3: point to be locked in ten PM Saturday night, which is the biggest go out night of the week.
2: Yeah. I think it's a test run. I think it's a test, test run to see how many live eyeballs are going to watch. Because, look, there's a group of people listening that are thinking to themselves, I'm going out Saturday night. I'll be asleep. You're crazy. I'm going to sleep. Or, like, Big Mac and I, I think we're very similar. We've got two sons. They're very probably going to be asleep by that point. Yeah. This is like a chance for us to Absolutely. watch something with our wives right. and yeah. be entertained. And not force them to watch Anthony Volpe make a diving play, which Big Mac does on replay yeah. every single. Night. It wasn't
5: so much diving, but the no. ability to get in front of the ball in the hole, make All the right. throw to second base. Volpe looks special. On yes, this. Oh. we're going
2: to do twenty minutes on this tomorrow. You I can't both, wait. You <laughs> both
5: need a life desperately.
2: <laughs> well, we do. We want to watch Chris Rock make jokes. No, that's
3: that's fine. But again, like I, I don't know if people. We're going to find out if people are going to spend a Saturday night ten p.m. locked in on this. We're going to we're going to find out. But like I don't know. I think there's uh, better things to be doing. Like what?
2: What do you mean like what? Like on TV, that is. Oh, Obviously,
3: like, oh, you your home, go... Your yeah, home, yeah, you're home, yeah. you're awake... I mean, sports is always an option. I mean, you got college basketball. They you make hopes.
2: fun of me for being the sports guy, Big Mac. And Moody's yeah. first response is, I can watch Pac-12 college well, basketball. No, well, to, well, to and point, I'm the loser, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm the sports
3: guy. There is no wrestling, wrestling Sunday night that this weekend. But, uh, yeah, no, there's nothing. If you're home and you're like, honey, I have something. We can be locked in on this. It's drama. People love that stuff. Even if you're not, like, that locked in. Even if you don't even know the backstory to it. I do think people will enjoy it. I think it'll be great. It's Chris Rock. It's just putting that aside, going, hey, Saturday night, 10 o'clock, we're watching this, honey.
2: Yeah, I just can't think of any other because I was rocking my brain about this. I, I remember, you know, now I sound old. We sound like the old men. Like 25 years ago, the Seinfeld season or series finale was a must-watch event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody watched it. Yep. And usually, like, series finales is probably fits that. And you go back even further, like the MASH finale, that's before my time. Yep. Everybody's watching it. You mentioned it before, Lugie, You're right. On these award shows, nobody gives a rat's ass. it. I
3: think the Game of Thrones, which is more recent for our younger audience, people were locked in on that series finale for sure.
2: And I would give, you know, what I would actually say, probably a presidential debate featuring like Trump against oh, Hillary, especially was must watch, that. especially yeah. recently. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that probably fits it. But yeah. outside of that, like we don't get TV events anymore. You know, even Travis Kelsey is hosting SNL this weekend. Nobody cares. No, no, no. no like, is anybody going to watch that? Uh, no. no. Well, also too,
3: Ev, we could see the clips online, and we could watch it the next day. It's like yeah. as far as not wanting to be spoiled events. No, we don't really have a lot of that, except for your point, sports. Now you DVR and watch it like a maniac at four in the morning. But most people go to bed, and if they miss the game, they miss yeah. the oh, game. Oh no! Is sports
2: what is. is the last vest vestige, if you will, of Vessel? like must watch yeah. live live TV. Right. I thought vestige made sense. Does it not? I Mac- don't think that's yeah. a word, Mac. Do you vestige? Yeah, he's not saying it right. Yeah, which is shocking. You know. <laughs> I'm Common. close, and y'all know what I mean. Plus, remember, I categorize. don't know if you remember this.
5: Uh, say it one more time. Categorize, in every single read about the they categorize the food. It's just the it jars. We're saying you're
3: stuff. illiterate. Go ahead, go ahead. When did I say that?
5: You say categorize all the time. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's a word. Yeah, categorize. It's like roof ruff. You, know, you can yeah, say it however you like. Yeah, roof
2: ruff. Bop bop bop. Yeah. Tomato tomato. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Epiphany. Remember let, that one I do on purpose. Yes, I know. Last year, it was right after the slap. Was the slap in like? March or April of last year? Yeah, it was right, right around this time. Nice. Like, yeah, the Oscars are yeah, The, the April, Oscars are February, March. aren't the Oscars March? Yeah, March April. Okay, yeah. so it was right around yeah. this time. So right after the slap, Chris Rock was doing a live show in Atlantic City. Yeah, at the Borgata, I think, right? I went. Yeah, remember yeah. that old thing like oh, I said yeah. to Craig, I, I want to go see that, the show. Yes. Me and my wife drove down Atlantic City. I lost $100 in 35 seconds, called it a day, mm. said, I'm done. Big spender. <laughs> that, 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 that's big, enough. Big spender. <laughs> then we went out, well, we ate dinner. We didn't want to lose money gambling. I was being responsible, actually. So oh. if you want to mock that, no, that's fine. No, but no, no. Okay, that's your no, call. No, hey, don't be defensive. Totally fine. What'd you have for dinner? Uh, we had a steak dinner. I forget nice. where we went, but it was very nice. Old Homestead, if it's at Borgata. Old
3: good. Homestead. How the hell do you know that? Because I've been to Atlantic City, Evan, I've lived my life I'm That's not right. like You, as a 38 year old, where you're just experiencing these things. Go ahead. I'm
2: 39, and I went to Old Homestead. And then we saw Chris Rock. And I remember when we went in, we were like, Do you think he's gonna make jokes? Is he gonna talk about Will Smith? Is he gonna do it? And he made one joke about it and said, I'm not gonna talk about it. There'll be a time when I'll talk about it. Which, by the way, and then he went on and had a great show, by yeah. the way. He's Chris Bleep and Rock, like he's really funny. And so I think from that moment, he was waiting for this. He was like, I'm gonna wait one year. I'm gonna build it up like a WrestleMania main event. And I'm gonna put that some bitch on Netflix. And I'm going to make TV history. To, to
3: counter my point, for me, someone like me who's like, I'm over it, I don't care anymore, that's actually probably pretty smart on his part because people were probably going to those shows like you and yes. you were expecting him to say something. He doesn't. And now you can get more houses and more money by saying, this is where I'm going to do it. All right, so so final,
2: capitalizing on two tours. So final thing, Saturday at 10 o'clock, what are you doing? Uh, not that. You're going to watch college basketball? I'll be locked in on the hoops, probably.
3: Or well, I'll go out and, you know, live my life. But,
2: yeah, I don't know. Enjoy. You, you gave two weird examples. I'm going to sit home watching well, college basketball, or I'm the cool guy at the club. Like, which one is no, it? No, I mean, the cool guy at the club days are sadly long
3: over. I, I may do it once in a while, but uh, I may go out and watch college hoops. I will n- I will tell you this, Ev. I are you will ditching not, your wife on a Saturday night? Ditching my wife on a Saturday night? My, my wife can come to a bar or a club. What, <laughs> Does is she, she, not want to she
5: can't. She- doesn't have to. Well, i, I, I Up not in the, the air, I, no big deal. I
3: don't want her there, but if she has to come and forces her way there, she can certainly wow. come. But no, I will
5: that
2: not seems
3: be healthy, right, Big yeah. Man? Well, I
5: need you- the planets to align. <laughs>
3: Free advice for everybody out there. The more or the less things you do with your wife, the better. All right, number that's number one. Number wow, two, geez. well, that's the, that's the secret Jeez, to a great relationship. Was, take advantage
2: Hold on, of this big Matt.
5: Hold
3: Right
2: now, if you admonish him and talk about how much you love spending time with your wife, you're going to get points. I'll Go tell ahead.
5: you where I'm going to be Saturday night, right. trying to convince my wife the two of us can sit there. Maybe she'll have a glass of wine. I'll make a martini, and we'll watch Chris Rock and laugh together. Uh, that's that, what we're going to do. That's what you're
3: planning to no, do. That's what I'm no, hoping to no, do, no, yeah. No,
5: hope, because you're married with kids, and everything's about hope.
3: You hope for things, but we know the reality. Someone, your kid's gonna get sick. Something's gonna happen. You're gonna get right. a bill. What you're gonna get like? a jury summons right. in the mail, and all those hope and dreams, Mac. You, Evan, go down in flames.
5: Sorry. So I don't get it. So your yeah, your, get it. Your, <laughs> your point is, if you're married, it's all about hope. I'm. Um, excuse me. If you have kids, it's all about hope. And if you're you have no kids, spend time with anyone but your significant other.
3: Yes. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's the key to life. That's, interesting. You don't have that's, to- that's
5: very interesting. With kids, you pray for time together that will never happen. Yes. Without kids, just live your life without them. Yes. yes. That's
3: and what I, saying, and yes. I didn't have to sit in darkness for four days to very figure that one out. I just live my life. I observe. Run.
5: Run from your wife yes. or have children.
0: Yes. And, 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 <laughs> Those and are the uh, <laughs> as a non-married man, I'm taking notes. I'm <laughs> taking <laughs> notes. notes
5: and, 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 Marry someone you would love to not spend time with. <laughs> on. And if by some dumb luck or you know bad circumstance, Listen. you actually like spending time with them. Then have children and hope for that time that will never come.
3: I love my wife. I love yeah. my wife. Yeah. Oh, of
5: course. I love her. She, she lets yes, me do
3: whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying the more things you do the more things you do separately, the better the relationship is. You guys all sure. know that you're mocking and you don't want to say it because your wife listens. My wife doesn't even know where I work. She just knows I disappear for eight hours every well, single day. she knows hour. you don't
2: get a paycheck, so well, she knows that. Exactly. She's
3: she's the breadwinner. But yeah, I just the less things you do together, the better.
1: All right, that's free advice. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and
2: going to cause me a lot of pain. But I do it because, well, because I'm a glutton for punishment, really. And because why not give the morning show some material? You know, they may want to be lazy this time of year. I can give them 10 minutes right off the top. So earlier today, I went to play basketball. Okay? But I was only going to take one shot. And I made this promise. I said, I'm going to film myself, or someone was going to film me, my wife, taking one shot. And I was going to do it. I was going to say, hey, Ben Simmons, this is how you do it. All right? And I was going to go up to the free throw line. I was going to make my shot. And I was going to walk off and say, what? And so I took that one shot. I have now put it on Twitter. I want you, Thomas Lugauer, to either go to at Evan Roberts WFAN or at WFAN 660. And I want you to analyze it and then tell me where am I going to get the most crap? Where am I going to mm-hmm. get made fun of the most? Now, don't say everything. That's an easy answer because there's a lot of options. It's like one of those pictures you show your kid and yeah. you say, well, I, wait, I can tell you, right, for? I, I
5: watched the first two seconds. I'll let Lugie go first. But watching the first couple seconds and dealing with what I deal with on a regular <laughs> basis, I know exactly. What <laughs> I know exactly. Where they're (laughs) going.
2: So right off the top, (laughs) top. you think it's physical, right?
5: Uh, Luki, go ahead. The floor is yours. 100%. Number
3: one, how far along are you? Your gut is so big. Your nipples are piercing out of your shirt. It, like, blinded me. You look like you got dressed in the dark. You look like you're hung over. Your hair, throw a hat on. I mean, it looks like your wife gave you a haircut. No offense. But it's just, so first of all, you look awful.
6: Awful.
2: There's Evan. nothing
3: about me that looks good. It's all bad. No, and, and again, when you are like you are where you are, you know, a little plump, you shot it at a degree or an angle that makes it look even worse. Not that you're going to look better, but you should have went higher You did higher yourself up. no
5: favors. Oh, There's my God. There's no question God. about it. He's right. You Evan, did yourself no favors.
3: You're holding a basketball, and it looks like you're stuffing a basketball in your shirt. That's what this looks
2: like. Like bro, so you're going right after my stomach? Bro, essentially,
5: it's, yeah, one. it's the it's the you got the the tr- Trinity, you got the three points of fatness right at the top. Seventeen chins, and
3: I thought you said you were going to be losing weight. Well, congratulations, I'm working on it. You, yeah, well, Evan, you found it because it, it, you're fat. I am not I'm not Oh, to... come on, Luigi. That's oh, totally but,
5: inappropriate. I know, Mac, Mac, he's Mac, just a no, very We said this is what Mac. other people were going to say. No, you no, don't no. have to go out and say Mac. it. Yeah.
3: He's Mac. not fat. No, no, no. You are powerful. I look well, at you. Well, yeah, I'm dangerous. No. I understand that. But I wouldn't mess with you, Evan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's
5: a different kind of plump, his... but he's not fat.
3: Oh my god. It's he, on Twitter. He could
5: use his 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 stomach has gotten, he's gotten a little bit of a belly.
3: Little? It's large. And, I, and I, listen, my face, if I eat a lot, it's huge. By the way, you I, I, know why this
2: that. is already considered a win? Not one comment yeah. on my shooting form. No, We one's haven't gonna care. one comment oh, on my socks. No one's going to care. Like, we I that survived far yet. all that. It's simply Lugie doing what he does best, Big Mac, which is fat yeah. shaming people. Yeah, I That's know. That's what he does. That's so, a, he's
5: good at it, yeah. You know,
2: if the shoe fits. I haven't even
3: played a hit play yet. So I'm just, uh, you know. Wait a second. Down. That was
2: off of just the no, still No, well, I'm looking shot. at
3: This is the still shot. We're not on TV. The still shot is you holding a basketball, and it looks like you, like I said, you stuffed the pillow
2: in your shoe. Right, what yeah. about the shot? I mean, and I almost made it. I was, I, yeah, I, I mean, gotta tell you, as it was yes. flowing out of my hands, I thought it was going down. Yeah. Like, I thought I was gonna walk off like a pimp. <laughs> like, yeah, what up? <laughs> Just made my free throw, Ben. What? I mean, there are things there, but
5: nothing that the average unathletic dude who likes to shoot foul shots at a gym wouldn't do. Like, so, I'm
2: pretty much your typical you foul guy? You don't
5: have great posture. You never stand up straight. You right. kind of, you don't really have much of a jump shot form. The, the ball and your hands go up. the zenith and you kind of just throw it from there there's not much jumping in the which you don't have to in a foul shot.
3: What I would say, I would can't jump on a foul shot. That would be wrong. It's, it's, it's not
5: hideous. It's not hideous. Thank it's you, big man. I appreciate it. Th- it's I think, not
2: hideous. Evan,
3: I think you're going to be helped out by the result of the shot, which wasn't that bad. Yeah, it's not I mean, like you, you, hit you hit air back, ball. You hit back iron. Right. The form is hideous, the the way, the is hideous, but the result isn't that bad. By the way, the sun is free. You are beyond pale. Yeah. I mean,
2: it wouldn't hurt. By to the get way, I thought the bet. Like I was going through Twitter to see how painful it would be because it's like a way to kind of test yourself. Like people just just verbally using you. It, like, strengthens you sometimes. And I gotta hand it to Crispy Dimes. Crispy Dimes with a fire tweet. He says, gotta hand it to you. Not only are you a better shooter than Ben already, at least you're willing to shoot them. So, you know what, Crispy Dimes? Sure. Thank you, sir, because the audio in this video is me saying, Hey Ben, this is how you do it. But because I'm talking about Ben Simmons, obviously, and, he,
3: and you're trying to take, I think, a free throw. But it's almost like you jumped,
2: Ev. Which we know. No, no,
3: I did not oh, jump. Oh, there's a little bit of separation between your feet and that hardwood. I have,
2: I have no problem with a jump. Oh, from a free throw? Yeah, I have no problem with no, a jump. There's no, no, no. jump. You're, ben, you're a your liar. Knees. My no. foot, like I'm on my tippy toes uh, as it goes up. I'm not. But there is no jump. There's no movement from at the floor. video. That's no He goes Look on the, the tippy toes. No, don't much of a no. Zoom in. I know it's you.
3: Got to zoom in on Evan. That's tough. But you got to zoom in. He jumps. He jumps. There's no jump. There's a little bit of like open air there between his feet. You jumped on a free throw. Like I did not jump. That. That's
2: absolute crap. No, I'm I'm like, not, I've watched it an, 15 yeah.
5: times. I'm nah, watching For an inexperienced shooter just to take his jump shot to the foul line, I don't have a major But, but No, no, no. In back, do not accept
2: that. It was not a jump shot. the little tippy-toe action. Yeah. There was a little tippy-toe action, but the tippy-toe never left the floor. That, not, not a centimeter. You're watching Not this. a centimeter. Uh, Apologize. Abby, Walk it back. I'm not walking You anything. can talk about my gut. You could talk about my band boobs. You could talk about my black socks. You could talk about how pale I am. All fair game. When you start lying about my tippy toes coming off the ground, that's where I cross the line. It is up for debate whether or not you jumped. No debate. I'm
3: watching it. I keep watching it. It looks like you
2: jump. Big Mac. Connor, Mac, Mac, look
3: at it. Big
5: Big Mac Mac will be the decider. I'm being fair. There's so many things to kill him on, (laughs) Lou. Which we have. So many. I I don't think he jumped here. All right.
0: God, I show, think it's debatable. It was
5: close. It was close. I didn't say it wasn't close. I did. I don't have a major Calm problem on. with. From a free throw, I don't
3: have a major problem with. No, you can't jump from the free throw line. You it, as bend long as your it knees. goes in. Well, it, it's, did it. it's the
5: form is much worse. There's no straight elbow. There's no coming, you know, up. It's just the ball's up,
2: and then he flings it.
0: It's, and you're, you're flicking it with both hands too. Yeah. 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 It's, not it's, not, it's, not yeah. a good shot. Yeah, I got to work on my there. form. Yeah. no
2: doubt about it. Uh, what I'll be doing next week is I'm going to go to the three point line and show you my three point shot. And then eventually I'll work my way to the logo. And if you want to see the curries, I'll start giving you the curries. Just half court heave after half court, but only one shot. Because you can't be a liar. You know what? You can't be a fake. Because I had that option of taking a bunch of free throws till I made one, and I would have, yeah. obviously, and just giving that clip out. I decided not to. I decided to be a man of my freaking word. That the only shot would be one shot, one shot. And yeah, it almost you also went have in. one foot behind the other. Your feet, your feet aren't level. There's a lot of yeah, things and there then, are problems uh, with. It, the form was a mess. I admit. Yeah, and also, a, mess.
5: how do you get
3: ready in the morning? Do you roll out of bed, smell a pile of clothes, and say this one smells the least disgusting, and then you put it on? I mean, so you can't possibly. If, think if you, you look really it.
2: want the answer, I, I'll did, tell I, you the answer. The audience answer. is dying for the answer. So when I wake up, usually at about like six a.m. I roll out of bed, I start playing wrestling figures with both my sons, and I never have time to do anything. I'm entertaining them, we're eating breakfast, we're getting ready for school. There's usually a book that the oldest kid, Jet, has to read. Spence wants to play too, I do stuff with him. And then I take them to school. That's what I do. I take Jet to the bus stop, I take Spence to his school. Now the kids are at school. I haven't even changed And so what I do is I take my new clothes that I'm going to wear, and I bring it with me. So I'm just wearing the clothes I went to sleep Uh, in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Can you bathe? And then I'm playing pickleball. I'm playing basketball. Then I take a beautiful shower, very nice shower, clean myself up. I put this beautiful clothes on, my jeans, my Brooklyn Net shirt, and all that stuff goes in the wash. So to answer your question, I don't change in the morning. That's what I wore last night. You look like you just got off a
3: six-day bender. I mean, and you're putting this out there for the world to see, and I appreciate that. You You're have welcome. no uh, you know, sense of embarrassment, but like you just look awful. And uh, by the way, I just uh, screenshotted it on your throw here, and your uh, little undergut is hanging Why out. Why would there. you do that? Well, be- no, it was an accident. It was, was just it? totally random, but you got a little undergut. But you have
2: under- some weird fetish for my little uh, have, like, my
3: pot belly well, I got. because I'm trying to see if you actually jumped, and I got a little undergut action going on here. And yeah, you just you look awful. Uh, I love you. You look terrible. You're out of shape. The shot, the result, not awful. The form Eh, not great. And I feel like you're a form guy. Like, you're the type of guy that would take time and try to get a good form. The form here is hideous. Yeah, do
2: you think if you took one free throw and you didn't lie about it, do you think you would make it? No. Okay. Do you think your form would be worse? This is what I would say. Do you like, think the result would be worse?
3: Uh the result would no, because you know why? I would be more cognizant of the result, so I would make sure. Like I would try to like yeah, bad boy in. Oh, you're banking it. I'm more my we biggest kill fear. That, the, biggest, by the, way. the biggest fear is the airball, Mac. You gotta agree with that. Like if I if I airball this yeah. shot as a free throw, we all know that. What's some one of the most yeah. embarrassing things you could do in basketball? Airballing air ball. a free yeah. throw. Guys in the NBA airball.
2: You could definitely. I air think ball. I saw LeBron air airball air a free throw maybe a couple of weeks ago. Sure. Obviously that's not gonna happen now because he's out for God knows how long. Long, but, no, that could happen. I mean, it's not likely, but, yeah, yeah, it could happen. I do think banking in a free throw is actually Can't uglier yeah. and more to make fun of than even me just missing it off back iron. Like, How so? me missing off back iron is like a regular missed free throw. Like, it is. I missed it. It happens. You banking in a free throw— I think there'd be more. Yeah. I think I would get more crap if I bend it. Right. Oh
5: yeah, <laughs> the only t- acceptable bank shot from that is like if you're at Dave and Buster's and you're playing with that game and it's like the cheat code is to just Get yes. the box yeah, in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop a shot. Yeah, it's pop a shot. You can't go there and embarrass yourself with a bank shot. No, you can't. Uh, you would have to call bank like mid air.
7: No,
3: if he was like Rick Barry and he did it like underhand, that would Even, be more embarrassing. I'm just saying you're afraid if you're not like, if it was nothing but net. If you're cognizant of like, hey, I don't want to airball this, and you throw it a little bit harder and you bank it in,
2: you're just going to be worried about the result and the result there was great. I love the pitch clock. I've made that perfectly clear. I think it's great. I think people are really going to appreciate it once the season starts when you sit down and watch full baseball games. I know most people are not sitting there watching spring training games. So I'm a huge fan of the pitch clock, and I even think the other changes are going to have some interesting positive effects. But do you really think people were tuning in on a Monday afternoon out of curiosity over the
3: pitch clock? Has to be. What would they be out of curiosity to watch, you know, I don't Tampa, know. Florida's like a uh, cloud
2: control sport? Like, what else are you watching? Like, what? what why else would you no, be watching? I mean, this maybe it's game? the Mets and the Cardinals and Who there's cares? hype around the Mets. Ma- like, no. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of another reason because I was fascinated by that. Like, wow, okay. So, nationally, they got some kind of big spike because seven years, spring training game, one o'clock. And Big Mac feels a lot of pressure because the Yankees run ESPN today. And if they don't get as high of a TV rating, he's going to feel very slighted that the Mets clearly have more hype than the Yankees. I apologize.
5: It's no a need to apologize. It's,
2: it's the pitch clock, and yeah. they've seen it
5: first with the Mets already, so they didn't have to watch the Yankees. People want to, Although they missed out excuse. on two great defensive plays by Volpe. Really, really <laughs> impressive stuff. Ba- so I don't know, Too has, bad for them.
3: Baseball has become like Mission Impossible, right? Like these glasses will self-destruct in 20 seconds. People want to watch it. They want to see what the pitch
2: clock is. Is they that want- going to turn into something, though? Like if people tuned in to a spring training game out of curiosity and then hung in there and said, oh, this is cool, I'm going to keep watching. Is baseball, and I'm not bold enough to make this prediction because I'm not saying it's going to happen. Is baseball actually going to have, like, a renaissance because of the pitch clock? No. No, I don't think so.
3: I I, I just think the games will be faster. They'll be quicker. Maybe it'll appeal to a younger audience, right? We're in, like, this, you know, society where everything's got to be boom, 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 boom. So you might get a bigger audience because of that. But, like, I don't think that the pitch clock itself is a draw where people are going to be watching just to see how baseball is. Just the shorter games.
2: Yeah, I'm fascinated by this. I don't mean to put pressure on this man who just called in. But I think the pitch clock's the greatest thing ever. And apparently, Scott Manhattan doesn't like it. So, Scott, I want to be respectful. I'm not going to call you any names. Why in the world do you not like the pitch clock, sir?
7: I could ask you the same question. But for, for me, it's very simple. The game of baseball is not a quick game. Why are we trying to make this game? It's a thinker's game. Why are we trying to speed this up? There are two people. There are people that watch baseball games. And there are people that don't. Right. Okay? Who are they getting from that latter bucket because a game is two okay. and a half hours versus two hours. And okay,
2: let's, let's converse about, let's converse. First of all, you sound like a young guy. How old are you by chance?
7: I'm 30, but I remember vivid memories of baseball games. Oh, the, no,
2: 30, no, listen, 30, I'm, so. I'm glad you called in then, sir. I, 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 am going to respect your opinion, even though I think you're nuts, but I'm going to answer your question. I love baseball, all right? I love it. I watch all the games. I score games. I'm insane. I've noticed over the last 15 years that the time in between pitches has gotten out of hand. And I think a lot of it has to do with relief pitchers. Some of it has to do with batters. But I've noticed it, and I've really noticed it when I have DVR games sometimes, and I would actually see, hey, how much time is there in between pitches? And I think that it's gotten out of hand. So what I love about this is they're bringing baseball back. Now, they're doing it by legislation, but they're bringing baseball back to where it was 20 years ago. And that's why I, mean, I love it. So why would you not like that aspect because, of
7: it? Because the pace, that doesn't feel right to me. It's too quick. And, and I'm splitting hairs here. I don't know, it's 15 seconds. That's too quick. Give me 30, 25. 15 feels too quick. There's not enough time to think there. I hear you. First through first the five innings of games, April through June, July, it's fine. You don't want this. You're going to you're gonna be ruining these words but, when it's seventh, eighth inning. Bases
2: are loaded, right? There's two outs. Uh, t- and we're oh, Scott, and somebody's Scott.
7: trotting out from the bullpen, and he has to think about Scott. he five pitches in advance. I am
2: going to – let me, let me throw this at you, all right? And Lugie's going to make fun of me. I don't care. This is why I did the research for this conversation. I went back and looked at some huge pivotal moments in the history of the sport, and I counted I used a stopwatch. I said, how much time was there between yeah. pitches? You did not do that. I did. No, I absolutely did. And in Mookie Wilson's at-bat in 1986, <laughs> every pitch would have been legal. Every pitch was within the time allowed on the pitch oh, clock. Do so, that with
7: the Gibson home run. Home? With
2: the, I well, that's that, one that moment. That, that's, that's one it's moment.
7: 15-minute Okay.
2: Video. That's and one. The best at I, and, and by the way, that's one moment. I'm not denying you because I believe that you probably went back and looked. But was anything taken away? from the Mookie 10-pitch at bat, that there was actually a pace?
7: What what do we do about stepping off, right, or shaping off? In big spots, what, you just can't, you have to, it's, you know, Russian roulette at that point. you got to be able to think through these spots and have nuance. Is this rule going to be even around in the playoffs? Do we know that?
2: Yes. Yeah.
7: It's gonna be. That's going It's gonna ruin the playoffs. How is it gonna, gonna no. ruin the playoffs? Come on, what do you games games that are obnoxious in April or May for being long? Those you enjoy those games in October. Those make good games.
2: I enjoy October I baseball. Scott. October. I'm not looking for. A t- I, I'm not saying I want a two hour game in October. But what I don't want, and this clip's been going around. It's the reason I cite it. Is Pedro Baez taking 48 seconds in between a a pitch or Jose Altuve having seven inside-the-park home runs between pitches Pedro Baez threw in an NLCS game? That's been going around on social media. That's the stuff I don't want to see anymore, but apparently that's the stuff you love from October baseball? It's
7: just... Doesn't I'm a purist. I'm, I love the game. I'm a it doesn't purist. Doesn't do anything. Yeah, but that's why I don't know why you're this. What What do you enjoy about this? What makes it better?
2: It's for you? bringing baseball's pace back to where it was. That's what I enjoy about it as a purist. In fact, I'm the purist. You're not the purist. You're a fake hey, wait, purist, you think Scott. That, you don't think that compromises an no.
7: already compromised product where there's not enough thought in the game? It's just swing, home runner K. You think this is going to help that?
2: I don't think it's going to help it. I don't think it's going to hurt it. I don't think it's going to affect it. I think why, it's going for- to... not
7: broken, I, I'm, in, I'm only 30, but the old adage, if it's not broken,
2: don't fix it. I think I it was broken. I respectfully broken. disagree no, no. with you. I really do. I, I think I, it was I, broken. I'm sorry.
7: It's a paradigm shift of the audience. It's not the game that has broken. No way. Okay. No
2: I, way. I these- haven't changed, dude. I'm the same guy. I'm 39. I'm the same freaking guy. They changed. Oh, Chambers oh, Familiar oh, taking oh, 40 seconds between oh, pitches, oh, pitches oh, is what oh, changed. I didn't change.
7: So you're in bed at 9. You're going to be in bed at 9.28 now. It's not about that. Is that got working
2: for you? It's know. not about that. It's not about me going. And by the way, in all seriousness, changes Scott, that I respect like, good, good conversation. I respect your opinion. I think you're wrong. I respect it. You think I want to go to bed early? Well, you don't anyway. You stay up to three no, in the No, but do you think no. that that's my intent here? No. My intent is I've seen the way relief pitchers and certain batters have abused the system. They've abused it. They abused it. This clock is here to enforce a rule that should have been enforced 20 years ago. These guys take too much time in between pitches. It's become a fact. That's why games take too long. I'm not in a rush. If it's a great game and there's a million pitches, but it's working at a great pace, that game could be nine hours. I don't even want the runner on second rule. But the fact that pitchers were allowed without any consequences to go a minute between pitches was an embarrassment. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'll say it. Thank you, Rob Manfred. Oh, boy. Thank Clip that. you, Rob Manfred, for instituting a system that brings baseball back. I'm a traditionalist. Scott's not. Because he wants there to be a minute and a half between pitches. Like, for some reason, he enjoys watching someone step off and about to rub himself. Like, what are we doing? Why are you yelling? What so- are we doing? Don't, don't
3: don't don't be such a yeller. Couple don't turn it there. on me couple, Matt, cup, sir. Couple <laughs> things there, Scott. Number one, it's not chess. The fact that baseball's a thinking man's game. You pick up a baseball, you throw it, you hit it. Let's not overcomplicate baseball, number one. Number two, how could you possibly, you cannot argue, pitch clock with Evan. Don't even try. Evan loves baseball. Now, nah, let's take it a step further. He really loves baseball. He runs out of here when it's Mets, when they got to get to, to City Field, like his second or third child, is being born. I I gotta get the first pitch. Guess what, Evan? There's a second pitch and it looks just like the first pitch. This man, this man, Evan Roberts, loves baseball. You should listen to him. He is the czar of baseball. He studies this. It is his (laughs) life. He lives in the minutiae of baseball. If he's telling you that the pitch clock is the best thing for the sport he loves, his favorite sport, listen to the guy. Don't argue with him. It's the best things for baseball. It's getting back to what baseball was. And us as baseball fans should love this. We don't need a four hour game in April. We don't need a four hour game in September or October. We need crisp baseball. We don't need guys picking their nose or putting their batting gloves on or scratching their butt or doing whatever you the hell. You know what doing. though I,
2: I will say, and I and I apologize. I appreciate Scott. I do, because Scott's 30 years old, okay? Okay. And he genuinely, you could tell from his voice, passionately disagrees with the far majority, I think, of people. And for the last few days, as I have waxed poetic about the beauty of the pitch clock, I kind of wanted that. I wanted that intellectual debate about this. I wanted someone to push back without giving, like, oh, I just don't like it. I just hate it. And I give him credit. So if Scott can call back Connor. I want you to hook him up if he's a Mets fan with my own personal tickets. And if he's a Yankee fan, I'll ask the radio station if we have a few extras. And we'll give him Yankee tickets. Because I do respect that. Like he's a baseball fan. All right, so there's a basketball game tonight. The uh, Brooklyn Nets take on the New York Knicks. Now, you may disagree with me on this. I believe that one of these two teams faces a lot of pressure tonight at Madison Square Garden. And I don't think it's even close. So before I tell you who I think it is, I, I, again, don't even think it's close. Do you have an answer? Oh, yeah. The pressure's on the
3: Knicks because the Nets, we saw last night, they gave up. They threw in the white towel. They quit. With about, you know, four minutes left, they they unloaded the bench. They said, you know what, we're, we're good. And, well, they, they did
2: not quit. I watched oh, every oh, second oh, of last oh, oh, night's game. On. What happened was they got they threw in the who, towel. No, 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 that's not, come on. Did you Ed, even
3: watch the game? Four and a half minutes left, you unload the bench. Oh, that's that, not you the talking about that aspect of yes, it? Yes, yes, that part. No, that they was... They said, well, we don't want any more from you
2: folks. Yeah, I think that was Jacques Vaughn realizing the game is over, there's a back-to-back, let's call it a night. I wouldn't call that quitting like the team gave up. What basically happened is they played really well in the first half, no doubt about it. Mikel Bridges was tremendous, and they did a great job on Giannis, who got into foul trouble early. And they opened up. At one point, I think it was a 14- or 15-point lead. It got down to 10 at the half. And they couldn't take advantage of a moment where Giannis was out late third quarter. And the Bucks took complete control of the game and destroyed them because they're far better. Like, I don't think this was a giving up or quitting or an effort kind of thing. I think the far superior team, who has now won 15 in a row basically stepped on them. Yeah, they, and they pounded you into submission. submission.
3: They pounded you yeah, into submission. Yeah, that's not fair. That's not fair. You unload the bench with like five minutes left? Well, no, you they, see that often in the NBA?
2: Yeah, I think on a back-to-back, you got to be smart. Oh, on because the game's over. Like, what are you doing? Okay. I, I think that was absolutely right. So I just want to clarify that. They didn't quit. They got their ass kicked by a team that's better. Yeah, and then it, they threw in the towel at the end.
3: Well, yeah, because
2: the game was over. Hey,
3: how is it over? They couldn't have came
2: back? You threw <laughs> the, the, towel. Game, bro, the game was over. Are you crazy? They should have run Mikel Bridges out for more minutes. the Come on, the game's if over. If they were
3: to play those last five minutes, it would have no effect on the game tonight. No, you and you gotta I gotta be, both know that, Evan. I completely disagree. you got to be the, smart on back-to-back. When the back-to-back, game is back, over they're like They're in that. their 20s. I mean, they're, they're playing two basketball games back-to-back. Yeah,
2: I know guys are in their 20s, and it's easy to say, just go play, but there's a natural struggle when you're playing two games in a row. That would have been foolish. I would have ripped Jacques Vaughn if they did that. Like, I don't know if I would have done it here. I would have done it on some podcast five people listening to it. But I would have said, Jacques, what are you doing? So anyhow, you're wrong. And what's funny to me is you're the reason why you're wrong. I was told by some real good diehard Nick fans, like you, like even BT I'm sure has said it. I didn't listen to BT today. I apologize. I was too busy listening to Aaron Rodgers' podcast. But I assume he said something along the lines like you did, which is, this team is for real. We can beat the Celtics. We're in the running with anybody. We're right there. So why would a loss to a middling net team change that perspective? Like, if you're convinced, and you are, and I I respect it, disagree or not, that this team is a threat in the Eastern Conference and what they've done during this winning streak and really even before that with the way Julius has played and Jalen Brunson has played and IQ is a sixth man of the year and Mitch being healthy, if you believe they're like a contender of some sorts, why the hell would losing tonight change any of that? Meanwhile, my team needs a win. They're in the midst of a losing streak. They're in the midst of a losing streak that would get worse. They play the Celtics on Thursday. So based on your own rhetoric, not mine, yours, of course there's more pressure on the Nets. They need this game more. How do you there, defend that? More pressure on the Nets. Let Absolutely, got to let, win.
3: Let me take you to school right they're gonna now. They're going to miss the playoffs. They're not got to win. They're missing. The Nets are done. They are now back into the abyss. Right. Back into the oblivion. That's why they got to win. And the Knicks are back. And the Knicks, we got to win this game for a couple things. Keep the momentum going. And we don't need people like you on the radio going, "Oh, the Knicks are really that great." We don't need net fans chirping. We've heard the chirping year after year after year.
2: We're back. Daddy's home. The Knicks are back, Ev. Yeah, but if they're back, then why the hell would it matter if they lost to a crappy Nets team that's missing the playoffs? You guys are back. They beat the Celtics the other day.
3: Because this is from a crappy Net team and a crappy fan base that we have had to hear chirp, right? The Brooklyn Brigade will be there tonight. They'll be chirping. This is about New York City. This is about showing that the Knicks are back and cementing that because we know, yeah, they beat them last time, but the
2: Nets own the Knicks. Why would beating a bad team in your eyes, a team that'll miss the playoffs, cement anything? The Nets stink. Like why would that Yeah, so you shouldn't play down to your competition and lose that kind of game. If you lose that game, you move on. You got big games against Miami. You got a rematch with Boston. Not a big deal. You're being
3: condescending. I don't like it. I see through it. All Knig fans see through it. And you're gonna hear it tonight because you're going with your dad. Evan will be there with his dad, so say hello. You're gonna hear it tonight. It's gonna be loud.
2: Yeah, but the Nets, like right now, they're on a three game losing streak. If they lose tonight, it's a four game losing streak. They then play the Boston Celtics. That will turn into a Five-game losing streak. You see what I'm saying? Like, And they're on the precipice of falling down to seven after Miami's big win over Philadelphia. So from a standings perspective, like these games matter to the Nets, your words. And the Knicks are back. Daddy's home, I think, was your line. So if Daddy's home... Like, it's not a big deal if they lose. They have a six-game winning streak. Like, they're a lock for the five now. because they're, they, they're, they're putting the fear of God into Boston. They beat them the other night. You're looking like, at it. you're contradicting yourself. No, I'm side. not contradicting myself because we don't want to have whiny
3: net fans like you rubbing it in tomorrow. We want to, you know, maintain that dominance. We don't want to be on this streak. We don't want to come off a game where we beat the Celtics and the Nets are coming in limping. Oh, because it's like a letdown loss? It's a letdown loss, and it's also, it's it's a rivalry. It's a rivalry game. Ah, there's no
2: rivalry uh, with that. We've got no fans. You're, you're,
3: you're laying about. it on so friggin' thick right what are you now. We're talking about and nobody. Got no fans. Nobody is buying what you're saying, Evan, right now. You love this too. Evan loves this because for the last couple years, all the pressure was on the Nets because they had the superstars. They had a win. Now he could come and he could tiptoe, he could limp in. And if they beat the Knicks tonight. Did you
2: hear what I just said? No, I hear you, but I know what you mean. I said there's pressure on the Nets, and then you just no. made a whole point out there's like I I want there to be no pressure on the Nets. I'm putting the bullseye on the Nets. They got to win. It's more important for them to win. It is not the Nets are. So, like, are you listening to what I'm saying? I am listening to what you're saying, but
3: you're saying. I don't understand what you're saying. You're saying saying. words to try to disguise your actual feelings. You're trying to confuse people. (laughs) That's like a game. You're not. You're not going to confuse me, and you're not going to confuse the Knicks
2: fans because we've heard this from you forever, Evan. When have I said that? This is how you. When have I said the Nets are going to miss the playoffs, and every game in the standings matters so much more than the Knicks? It's like the opposite. Evan's going to do this. The pressure's on the Nets. It is. They have to win. They do. They've lost three in a row. They're playing like crap coming out of the All-Star break, and they're about to face the Celtics on Thursday. Like, yes, they need to win. They're in serious danger of dropping into the play-in tournament, which to me is not even making the playoffs. So your whole point is being contradicted. I need the Nets to win tonight. Like, it's really, really important from a standings perspective to win tonight. And I'm telling so you— I don't know what you're talking I'm, about. Because
3: I'm telling you it from not a standings perspective. I'm talking about the fans, the people in the building, the people that root for the Knicks, the people that root for the Nets, what this is all about at the end of the day. We're not playing the Bucs. We're not playing the Sixers. We're playing the Nets. So
2: this matters more than the Boston game. No, no,
3: they all matter the same. Ev, what matters the most here is the fans and going against the fans and shutting
2: you guys up once again. What and are for we saying? And sending you home. What are Nets and fans? Crying? What are we saying now? We're dead. Like if I talked oh. trash in the last oh, week, oh, you're dead. Yeah, okay. I all mean, I've right. pretty much admitted. Really, the thing that turned me was the Chicago game. It was so ugly and bad that after that performance, and I got to hear Jacques Vaughn talking about, well, you know, these guys have lives. (laughs) I mean, they're moving. There's lots of things going on. And I'm thinking to myself, you guys got your ass kicked by a crappy bull team that's the 11th seed. And then they lose a heartbreaker to Atlanta, and it was. It was a heartbreaker. And, yeah, they showed fight yesterday, but they lost. Like, the bottom line is, they're on a losing streak. They're trending in the wrong direction with a really tough schedule coming up. And, oh, by the way, they got a stiff in Ben Simmons that has no interest in playing basketball. Yeah, with eyebrow
1: soreness.
3: And they've
2: got Jacques Vaughn, who for some reason, and I, I'm not trying to turn on Jacques. I just got to call him out. I want to make this very clear, Jacques, and I want to be as nice as I can when I say this. Joe Harris can't play basketball anymore. I got... I, Oh, man, it pains me to say it. He can't. Like, he's a stiff now. He can't move. So do us all a favor and put Joseph Aloysius Harris's ass on the bench and Scott's tape it there because he can't defend, he can't shoot, he can't move, he can't do anything. So for all of those, like, myriad of net crap reasons of what they're going through, The Knicks, no offense, are not as good as the Celtics. The Nets are going to play the Celtics coming up in a few days. They haven't beat them in about 55 years. I'm putting the bullseye right on me. The Nets have to win tonight. It's really, really important. So I don't know what kind of mind games you're going to try to play to somehow turn that into me not putting the pressure on, but the pressure's on. They have to find a way. To be gaudy and gritty and beat this Nick team tonight, because if they don't, the free fall is on and they're in serious danger of not only being in the yeah. playing, but dropping down to 9-10. And that's a problem.
3: The Nets are not winning the game. Can I give the Knicks their flowers? Are we allowed to do that? Can we give the Knicks their flowers? I on did yesterday. His? You can do it again. All right, let's give them their flowers. Let's start with Jalen Brunson. Star, closer, finisher, winner. A guy at the end of the game you trust. He's that dude. How about Julius Randle? A guy Evan has besmirched and dragged through the Me. mud. He came in this <laughs> you guys year. Hate him. He came in this year in shape mentally, physically, has balled at an all-star level. How about Josh Hart? Dog, intensity. They're undefeated with Josh Hart on the New York Knicks. He is what, he embodies Josh Hart, New York City. He embodies Knicks fans. Love that guy. How about IQ off the bench in consideration for sixth man of the year? The Knicks are back. The Knicks are going to do damage. And as the Nets sink into the abyss, after years of chirping
2: how they're this and they're that,
3: you suck. And the Knicks are back, and they're going to prove it to you tonight. Enjoy The the game.
2: The only thing I question with this whole Knicks back thing is how many times do you get to use it? You know what I mean? Like, they were back two years ago. This is different. <laughs> it is. Every year they're back. No, no. Hold like, on. They've been back. They're going to make the playoffs for
3: the second time in this, three years. This you're is already back. This is not that team because when Derrick Rose is the best player in a playoff series, you, you, you got nothing. No, but they going, got Jalen Brunson. Now, you can't tell me that Brunson hasn't brought a different no, level no, no, to no, this no, no, Nick no, no. team.
2: I'm not comparing the rosters. I'm saying I find it odd. And you're not the only one who does this. And I don't get it. Like, you guys made the playoffs two years ago. You were pretty excited about the team that made the playoffs. Forget what happened there. The lead-up to it was really exciting. Rightfully so. Seat. Of course rightfully so. And Evan, you were in the building. It was electric. Electric. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying anything negative. Okay. I'm saying you were back, and I understood the whole we're back thing. And I was like the first time in about eight years because 2013 was the last time you were good, and they were very good that year. So I totally got we're back. The Knicks are back. You're back again? Like, how many times you get to come back? It's like The Undertaker dying and coming back. Like, you're back? You've been back. Are you were if, back. If you missed the playoffs, now you're back again. You're how many for, times you get to say you're back? You're looking for a word here and you haven't
3: used it yet. You want to use the word delusional, so just use it. I didn't say that. Oh, you, but you want to. You no, want to say that Nick fans just are saying delusional. saying how many
2: times you get to say you're back. That's all.
3: If the Knicks are really good, they are the top team in this town. I fully believe that. But that has nothing to do with what I'm saying. Because we want it so badly and I, yeah, a couple years ago, yeah, we thought they were back. They are for real, for real. So That's that was hard. a fake back, but now we're really back. Yeah, it was a little misstep there. I, I, I'll. I'll I'll admit that. They, no, hold on. We were excited. They got outclassed. They weren't in the Hawks League. Now, now, outside of the Bucks, outside of the Celtics, there is no team in the East that the Knicks can't beat in the playoffs. Alright, here's a There's great no question
2: for you. Mike in Middletown, New Jersey, has a really good question. What's up, Mike? Hey, thanks for
6: taking my call. Yeah, Tommy, I'd love to know what damage means.
2: Well, it means whatever you want it to
3: mean. It's ambiguous. <laughs> it's for you to know. It's for me to know, I should say, and for you to find out. That's what it's supposed to mean.
6: So you don't know the answer?
3: Oh, of course, I know the answer. I'm just gonna like leave it vague. They're gonna do damage. Mike, are you a, Net fan yeah, or, or what, a Nets fan or Hold on. Uh,
6: I'm I, I a Nets fan, and I think the Knicks are oh, playing great. I want to know. Yeah. I would just like to me if I'm on the radio, I'm gonna say it. What does damage mean? I
3: just told you. You're all, you're, what did I just say? Know. Hold on, hold on, Mike. Hold on, Mike, I'll let you finish. Hold on. I would
6: love to hold. It well, would okay, be
3: an honor. Yeah. No, uh, well, thank you. I just said they could beat anybody. And I'm going to give all the respect, because if I come on the radio and I say, hey, they're going to beat the Celtics, they're going to beat the Bucs, I'll sound like an idiot. But you can't tell me there's no other team, including your basketball team, that the Knicks can't beat in the playoffs. How could for you tell example, me any
5: differently?
6: For what? example, if I was going to order dinner tonight, and I said, I'm getting a chicken par, and I'm going to do damage on it. I mean, I'm going to finish it. Does that mean I'm going to have leftovers? If you don't have an answer, just say you don't have an answer. So, Mike,
3: then then I'll answer your question, but you answer mine first. (laughs) When you hear that, what do you think I mean?
6: I don't know. I I actually have no idea.
3: What do you mean you have no idea? When you order chicken parm, right, you roll the sleeves up, you take your pants off, you're about to eat the food, you do damage to it. What did you do to it?
6: For me, personally, damage would be to finish the meal. No doubt.
3: Lick the plate, right?
2: Oh, okay, then okay, Nick's well, going to finish game? the meal.
3: There you go. Well, then you just answered your own question, Mike. No, no, for but, you, doing, but you're,
2: you're on the radio. What's your opinion? Like, he's not trying to form yeah, his opinion. Cool. I'm not, I, I I'm not being paid to talk about it. You are. What does it mean? I yeah, am. What does it mean?
3: I just told you, doing damage. And I said, I left it vague and ambiguous. The Knicks are back, baby. Read
2: my lips. No, 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 but like, and thanks for the call, Mike. I give credit to Brandon. Brandon's his, said well, specifically. Oh, 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 BT, BT, sorry. Brandon Tierney, who the hell do you think? I thought man? you meant the caller. I was no, like, his, his name's name Mike. Yeah, no. <laughs> who call, who, it's BT. Nobody BT calls him Brandon. BT was very, very specific. Yes. And he said it like a week ago. And he put himself out there. I respect that. He said, listen. The Knicks could go to the conference finals. Now, I think that's hilarious, but that's great. Like, he 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 went and he put something to it. Mike's right. You just keep saying they can do damage. What the hell does that mean? I said they could do damage, and I said outside of the
3: Celtics, outside of the Bucs, which I give all the respect to both those teams they've earned it, there's no team the Knicks can't beat in the playoffs. So they will beat So they're, uh, go, they're here. They're going to make a run. You heard Josh Hart say it. It's not about just making the playoffs. It's about making no, no, a run. We're, we're, we're no, no, we're
2: talking about you. So let's say, for example— the Knicks get the six seed, which is on the table, and they play Philadelphia in the first round of the playoffs. Beating them, if they lose in seven, did they do damage? They're not going to lose in seven. So, no, no, I'm just clarifying. No, so they would beat Philadelphia. They win around. Yeah, is that doing damage? You're getting close. You're getting warm. Okay, so they have to win around to do damage. They're going to win around. No, no,
3: I, I, I get that. They, do they win around? That's doing I, damage. I said they're no. I said they're getting warmer to doing damage. Okay.
2: They have to do what Brandon said, which is get to the conference finals. That is doing damage. They are going to do damage. And what you just said, Ev,
3: is certainly under the category...
2: Of damage. No, no, I just want to clarify. So if they win in the first round, why
3: do? We, why must we clarify? Why can't I just say what I said? Let it sit there. Let it marinate. Why must you and the whole monitors and Mike and everybody and people on Twitter and I Mike just want to know what, you, what your opinion? Worried about what words I I'm use? I'm just curious what your I opinion u- is. I use the word damage. I left it like that, vague, so people, Nick fans, Nick haters, could see that word and go, "Oh, I don't know what he means by that." We'll find out, like, and we're gonna find but then out you, together. You've put nothing. You put nothing to it. Then, if what you do you mean I put that? nothing to it? I went on the radio and said the Knicks, the Knicks are gonna to do damage. That
2: means nothing because we're trying to clarify what that means. Okay, so you confirm they've won a round that's still not doing enough damage. You're warming. enough. So if they win a second round, they Ooh. go to the conference finals. Talk to me dirty. Is that doing damage? That's doing damage. Okay, now they lose in the second round. Let's say it's a hard-fought series to Boston, right? Because let's say they get into that 4-5 matchup. They win. They beat Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell's crying. I wish I was in New York City. Now they're playing Boston Eastern Conference semis and they lose in six. Did they do damage? You are trying to paint me in a corner. A, I don't appreciate it. B, I'm not going to fold that
3: quickly because you're trying to get me to say something and you're going to pin it to me forever. They're going to do damage.
2: Mark my words. Read no, my no, lips. No, no. You, there's no reading lips. You're not saying what damage is. So if they lose in the second round of the playoffs, is that does that is that damage? Did they do damage? I am not going to play your game. Why is this so difficult? No, because he's like trying to the damage or it's not that. No, damage. no, uh, Connor's
3: laughing. We're not playing games here. Because you're trying you, to play you're... games. Nick fans don't appreciate it. I'm speaking for the Knicks fans here. We've had to hear your rhetoric and your garbage all right, all right, all right. No, Connor, no. Connor, are you a Nick fan again or are you a Celtic fan?
2: I'm a Nets fan. Oh, boy. You're a Nets fan? Yes. How did I not know this? I don't know. I wish I would have
5: known this before we uh, allowed him to come in. Here, so. <laughs> no,
2: no. All right, Big Mac, if the Knicks win a round in the playoffs and then lose yeah. a hard-fought series, Ooh. did they do damage in your
5: mind? I, listen, damage is impossible to define. okay? I don't know what damage <laughs> is. But I'll tell you right now, they're going to do it. They're going to do damage. damage. He's got it.
2: Damage is undefinable. It's you can't undefinable. define damage. <laughs>
5: People have been trying. What do you think it's on the, you know— the elementary chart. It's not. Evan, it you doesn't. You can't find it. It doesn't say D-A for damage. It's just damage.
2: Evan always
5: wants to get to the bottom of stuff. Well,
2: we make a he, prediction. Have the, some balls. Either I, make a prediction or don't
3: make a prediction. I, am, I do have balls.
2: I just said they're going to do
3: some damage. You just always have to get to the bottom well, of everything. Well, because we want to know. It's for
2: the audience. You, you you tweeted out the other day the Knicks are going to do damage, and people want to know what that means. And the first person that replied uh, tagged the old takes exposed. So people understood what I mean.
3: They, they know what I mean, Ev. You just want me to put it like you want it right there ver- Verbatim. I said what I said. I stand by it, and I will meet yeah, the but podium. We don't know if what I'm you wrong. said.
2: That's the They're problem. going to do damage, bro. I don't know what the hell other freaking words going to use. <laughs> no one knows what you mean. Mike is in Clifton Park. What's up, Mike? Hey guys, how's it going? Great show. Thank you. What's up? I uh, am um, a Nick fan, of course.
3: I, I I want you know it, it it's a must win because uh, from all the Nets chirping the last uh, couple of years. Yep. But I, I it's I, personal. Let, let me. Yeah, let, let me ask you, um, it's, a, it's a trade. And, uh, uh, Evan, what do you think um, the Nets, day of day, do not have any first-round draft picks? Is that right for for this year coming
2: up? That is not true. The Nets have their first-round pick. The Rockets have a right to swap, plus they have the Suns' first-round pick. So they have two okay. first-round picks this year. Go ahead.
6: But let me throw a trade out anyway. Yeah, that's fine. Um, w- 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 Would you trade Bridges to the Knicks? for their two first-round picks this year.
2: So here's why the answer is no, uh, respectfully. It has been reported and confirmed by a lot of well-respected NBA insiders, Zach Lowe certainly being one of them, that the Nets were offered, and I'm I'm chuckling because it's crazy, but it's true. The Nets were offered five first-round picks for Mikel Bridges. That's crazy. Now, I think it's four and a swap, okay? So let's just say four for the sake of this. They were offered four first-round picks. I think the team that offered it was the Memphis Grizzlies. So, late first-round picks, I totally get it. But four firsts for Mikel Bridges. And the Nets said no. And I I get why. Because Bridges is the one guy on this NET roster who I think you look at, and I mean this with all due respect to Nick Claxton, who's had an all-star year, who you can say, maybe he can become a star maybe even become a superstar, maybe with the opportunity, he can blossom into a, tell me if I'm crazy here in all sorts, the top 20 player, top 15 player. Top 20, top 15 is okay. probably a
3: little crazy. I mean.
2: Maybe, but I think that's how they view him. And I think a lot of teams view him that way. Otherwise, who would offer four first-round picks? So I think the Nets are looking at Bridges as one of those pieces they want to build around. And to his credit, despite the Nets' struggles recently, <laughs> Other than the game against the Knicks, where the Knicks did a great job oh, he against is horrible start, in that game. His numbers as a net are insane. Mm-hmm. He's shooting over 50% from the field. He's shooting 48% from three. Uh, and he's been marvelous. Now, defensively, he got a little uh, fooled by Trey Young on that game-winning shot, which I'm sure pisses him off. But I think the Nets are building around Mikel Bridges. And I think what's unfortunate about where the Nets are at, and I know you can mock me and say it's an excuse. It's not an excuse. I'm just going to give you the reality, is I don't know what this team is and a part of why I'm not going to know what this team is, is they're all learning how to play together. And you can see it with their issues defensively specifically. They have a lot of really good individual defenders on their team. Yet defensively, they've been awful for the last five games. And it's a fair question to say, well, why? And I think a lot of it's communication. And a lot of it is playing together. And maybe next year, it all starts to gel and they make some changes. But it's really tough to believe that this roster, which is so new, is just going to gel. And that's why you're right. They're in... They're in danger of missing the postseason. And again, our definition of the postseason is the postseason. Yeah, the play in tournament doesn't count. It's well, not. it does if you win. If you lose in the play in tournament, you miss the playoffs. But if you're in the play in tournament, you're not in the playoffs. Correct. You're not in you you're then not. have a chance to qualify. Correct. And I'll tell you right now, if they're in that play in tournament, whether it's against Miami or Atlanta or Toronto, bro, I do not like my chances. Oh no, you got no shot. I would not well, no shots too strong. I just wouldn't like my chances. You got zero shots. Really, boy, yeah. you got you grew something on the but but well, days. it's not even about growing
3: something. That's the rent really, right? Are you, <laughs> you not? Hold, hold on a second. Are you not
2: watching the team out there? Yeah, all? I wouldn't say no shot. I okay. would say they're in a lot of trouble. I would say they end it. Stop watching games. It's Called a strong opinion. Well, except for what damages no. <laughs> that one, I left a little more. Vain. He has a strong opinion until we ask him about that. Uh, we'll take some more of your calls. Plus. What's going on in the streaming world is absolutely crazy. The Garden is doing something big, and are you willing to pay for it? We are coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. I find this fascinating. This is the future of sports. Cardin Roberts, Craig will be back Monday. Lugie sitting in. MSG Networks is officially launching their own streaming service this summer. And first of all, it's great because you have the option now for anybody who's been cord-cutting you would know that it's very difficult to find one of these streaming TV uh, suppliers that give you everything. Like YouTube TV I used to have, they don't have SNY. Or they didn't have SNY, then they got it back. They don't have Yes, they don't have MSG. Like the only service I found was DirecTV Now or DirecTV, whatever it's called. They have everything. So I like the idea of options. If you're cutting cords and you don't want cable TV anymore, but you still want your sports, how are you getting your sports? Because blackout restrictions still apply, so it's not like you can buy the NBA package and watch the Knicks or Nets. You can't. They're blacked out. So MSG's rolling out their streaming app. Now, the cost to me is fascinating. Fascinating. MSG Plus will stream the Knicks, Rangers, Islanders, Sabres, and Devils. And you have to be in the area. If you want every single team, like you're like, yeah, I want all of it. I want MSG Plus. I want to watch it all. I would assume you would want that all, right? Definitely. You watch the Knicks, but you also watch the Rangers and Islanders, right? Yep. $30 a month. Wow. $30 a month. Steep. That's $309 annually. That's your annual fee to make sure you're set with not all the winter sports teams, basically all of them, just not the Nets. You get the Knicks, you get the Rangers, you get the Islanders, you get the Devils, and I guess you get the Sabres. I wonder if geographically you would get the Sabres. Who cares? That's irrelevant. That is very expensive. It is, especially when we all know we all have
3: multiple streaming services, right? If you have kids, you have Disney Plus, so you're already pumping in a lot of money for thirty bucks? That's that's a lot, bro. But if you want to see your teams, I mean, Evan, this is where we're heading in the world. Everything is subscription based. Like it used to be you just go to the gym or whatever, but like that was subscription based. You
2: pay per month. It just that's where the world is but, heading. But why would you here's what I would come back to. Okay. Why would you cut the cord then? Because if you don't cut the cord your sports package is not costing that much. Like, you're getting everything. You're getting Yes. You're getting SNY for most cable providers. And it doesn't add up to that because if you're going to spend $30 a month to get the Rangers, Knicks, uh, Islanders, Devils, then you have to buy the new Yes streaming service to get the Yankees and Nets. Right. Then you may have to buy the SNY streaming service. And I get, maybe you only want your teams. Dude, that's going to add up. And then you throw in the Disney and the Hulu and the Netflix. HBO Max and everything. Yeah, you, you end up spending more. You like spend like 300 I, bucks a month. I, what are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I have Spectrum, and I, I don't pay
3: like uh, a million things. So, I mean, like I have what I have for my set number, and, I, and I'm satisfied. But
2: if you start adding it
3: up, it's going to get super well, duper but expensive. Well, in fairness,
2: in fairness, so you have regular cable. Yes. But you still have Netflix, right? I have net. Well, yes, I have Netflix. You have Netflix. Do you have Hulu? Uh, yeah, I used to. I don't anymore. Okay, fair enough. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yes, my wife has
3: an addiction to Amazon Prime. So you already bought some extra streaming services I have on Disney top Plus, of for baby. sure. <laughs> I have other things I WWE subscribe to. Network. WWE Network, Peacock. Yeah, don't the things I subscribe to, no doubt. But like, it's weird, dude. I you know what it is? Ev? I feel like it's just with like sports. It's like we've always been used to always getting sports. Now with the subscription, I got to pay thirty a month to see this, that, and the other, and they divide the audience because, like you said, I'm paying thirty a month for those teams, but that doesn't cover the Yankees. That doesn't cover right. You're the only- men.
2: You're only getting a specific amount. You're getting now your winter sports. They're also offering you this, where okay. you could pay per game. Interesting. So if there's tonight's Knicks-Nets game. Now, why would you pay for that game? You could always just, even if you're a Knicks fan, mute it and watch it on Yes. Right. Now, I get it. You want your own announcers. I respect that. I don't know if your own announcers are worth $10.
3: Call me crazy. $10 for one game to sit there and watch on your couch? I'm not paying that. I don't know many people that would.
2: Yeah, and that, that's one of the options. They're giving you a pay-per-game option where, I guess, you know where it would make sense? If you only want to watch the Knicks. Wait, wait, hold on a second, though. If you only want to watch the Knicks. Right. You have to pay the twenty nine ninety nine a month, right? I would like, think... Okay, so it just comes with everything else. So you're getting everything. It's not like you can
3: buy the Nick package.
2: I don't think and they'll charge you five dollars. I'm not
3: I'm not aware of just a Nick package. I thought everything fell under the thirty bucks. Yeah, I think I
2: think you're right. Everything's under the thirty bucks unless you want to buy an individual game and then it's ten dollars. And obviously, if you buy more than three games in a given month. You've already gone over what it would cost you to just pay the monthly fee. No, you're going to
3: drop the 30 per month because, like you said, unless you're only watching one or two games a year for whatever weird reason, uh, that
2: makes no sense. Now, a part of why the price is so high, from my understanding, is that they still don't want to disrespect, if you will, the cable providers. They still want people to have cable. They're just giving people an option, which, which I appreciate, by the way. I want to have an option. I may not use it. I want to have the option. If I don't have, like, Craig is a great example. Craig has, what's his cable that doesn't have MSG? Was it, is it Comcast? Wh- whatever he has. I forgot, Verizon. I forgot which one it was. I so apologize. there's a group of people living in New Jersey who literally don't have a choice. Yeah. Like, they're kind of stuck. No doubt. This at least gives them an option. Absolutely. And so, if you're a diehard Knicks fan or Rangers fan or Islanders oh, fan. Oh, you're paying the money. You're paying 100%. the money. 100%. And
3: not that's to just, just pick it to twice. fix,
2: like, the issue you're having with cable. Yep. But you don't want to make it so cheap because if you make it too cheap, if you make it four dollars a month, then we don't need Spectrum. We don't need Verizon. Cable's gone. That's it. And that's where these companies are still bringing in a lot of their money. They're still getting, if I'm not mistaken, five ninety nine a customer or four ninety nine a customer. Whoever buys cable and gets access to like MSG networks, if I'm not mistaken, okay, because this is part of the negotiations that these uh, sports regional networks have with the cable company. How much am I getting per customer? And they get like four or five bucks per customer. Now, most of those customers are never watching MSG. Yeah. Most of those customers are just like, oh, yeah, I'm getting that channel. So they're making—Al Dukes has always made this point, by the way. This is up Al's Al. Oh, Al loves this topic. Al loves it. Loves because it. Al would tell you, and I, he may be right, that no one or very few people are going to pay $30 a month for this. Right. It's going
3: to be a very small number. Well, I think sometimes where you have, and it's rare, but there are people out there that are only Knicks fans. That's the only sport they watch. That's the only team they watch. Or they're just a Ranger fan. For those people, they'll pay that. Well, because get, it's their way to see that one team that they like
2: watching. Now, let me get to this guy, Curt in Toms River, New Jersey. Curt, you have Comcast, and they do not carry MSG or MSG+, correct? That's correct. So, and I'm only a Knicks fan. So what would so, you do? What would you do with this?
7: You know what i do? I, I'm not going to do anything that you're proposing right now at 10:30. I watch it. I watch the highlights on YouTube for free.
3: <laughs> oh, that's tough, though, Kurt. You're just watching highlights. I mean, that's hard. I know. As a big I'm
2: Nick fan,
6: paying. I'm not paying. Ten dollars a game or thirty dollars a month. It's a lot of money. I know. I know. That's, that's a lot.
3: I can't.
2: That's a lot of money. That.
6: No, I don't blame you. I, I get it. And and I don't I love
3: that. my
2: Knicks. I've been a Knicks fan. I had Clyde Pumas back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the good news, Kurt. Tonight you can watch it on Yes Network. No doubt. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I, but... what, what? Yeah. So what's that three lucky nights
7: out of a season? <laughs> no, I mean you're right. You're right. It's I, a tough
3: spot, Evan, and he's right. It's like you're going to price some people out and there are going to be people that yeah, we we saw oh, we'll pay the 30 bucks cuz I think we you know, we're doing alright and we can we could pay that, but there are people out there that that's that's steep and they're not going to do it. No, and that's they can watch their t-
2: the guys watching highlights on YouTube. I just wonder if you're a sports fan and you have other interests like Yeah, yeah. How much does it cost to really cut out cable TV and buy all of these services? Because <sighs> it, it, dude, it's got to add up. I mean, there's people th- that'll buy services just for one show. Like you really like
3: this one show, and you'll get HBO yeah. Max or Amazon, whatever, just for one show. Right? That airs once a week. At least the Knicks play a couple times a week.
2: Right? At least the Knicks are saying to you, and the service is saying, "Hey, if you want this game, it's ten bucks." It's not like Hulu is saying, "If you want to watch this show." <laughs> Here, it's $2 a show. they don't do that. You know who does that, actually, if I'm not mistaken? I think Amazon Prime does that. You can rent a movie, almost, or something like that? And that's even if you have Prime. Like, there are certain things that aren't eligible for Prime. Like, it's a movie. Yeah. And you could spend $3.99 and rent it, like you're walking into a blockbuster. Or even an old TV show. Like, hey, you want to watch a season of this? It's $11, whatever it is. So, I think they kind of sort of give you the option. But everywhere else, you got to be a subscriber. You know, you got to... Pay all the money and subscribe for it.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the world we're living in right now, where it's subscription, subscription. You just have to make everybody... It's up to the individual where you want to put your money, where you want to allocate your money, and what's most important to you. The, like that's, that's what it comes out of. So down
2: this with. is the the danger. Our last caller is a great example of the danger that they face. I believe that man's a Nick fan. Yes. He's not paying $30 a month or $10 a game. If we get to a territory where... This is your only way to watch sports, which we may be headed there. I think we are. I think we're heading that direction. Yep. Those prices are going to have to come down in a hurry. And Craig has always said this. I give him credit. He's always said that MSG, Yes Network, SNY have to come together. They've got to form like their own kind of truce where for a certain amount of money per month, an affordable amount, you get everything. It's a super regional network. You get so you're not just paying to get the Knicks, you're getting the Knicks, you're getting the Nets, you're getting the Mets, you're getting the Yankees, you're getting the rings you get everything. And then you'll convince, I think, a few more people to say, Okay, I'll drop the money. Is that, is that, real, getting is
3: that realistic though? Would they all come together? I guess if they had no choice of was the best for everybody. Yeah. If they're if the livelihood of regional sports
2: networks are on the line. It's like the NWA going against WWE, right? They all
3: band together to go against the
2: big conglomerate. I mean, we're already seeing this in baseball, and I I followed it a little bit, but it doesn't affect us, honestly. And Mm -hmm. that's the fact that this Bally Sports is going under. Yeah, yeah. And there's half a Major League Baseball teams may not have a regional sports network. That's rough, And MLB is assuring, and I actually believe Manfred on this, they will make sure they those fans will have access to the game. You have
3: to. You how they're
2: gonna to. do it, how they're gonna do it, what it's gonna cost, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna at least make sure that those people can watch games. I, I don't think it's crazy to say in like six, seven years, we're looking at a world in which we're all gonna have to make individual decisions yep. on buying these things individually and seeing how much it's worth it. Cause it's tough, man. Like I watch the NHL during the regular season. I just don't watch a lot of it. But yeah. I watch it. Like, I put an Islander game on, a Ranger game on. If all of a sudden they're saying, hey, to watch each individual Ranger or Islander game, it's $10. Oh, you're never going to pay that ever. Uh, who's paying that? Nobody.
3: Nobody. The diehard will. Per and game? I respect that. No, they may do the 30 per month. They're not going to pay 10 bucks a game.
2: Yeah, but if you're only watching... Five games a oh, year. Oh, for five
3: games. Yeah, that's like buying pay per views for wrestling or or UFC or whatever. It's and like this kind is, of the same thing.
2: And this is tough because the Knicks, Rangers, Islanders, Sabres, Devils, it's hockey and basketball. Yeah. It's a sport that's regular season has become very devalued over the years. If you're a Ranger fan right now, you could rationally, or Devil fan, say, yeah, you know what? I'll wait for the playoffs. I'm good. I'm not going to spend the money. I'm all right. Yeah. I'll watch the highlights. I'm all right. I'll get to watch the playoff But games. you're missing part of
3: the ride, right, Ev? Like, even though it's devalued, like, the Rangers, you don't see this every year, so you want to enjoy the moments. Like, we think back on seasons, Ev. I know your teams haven't won a championship. A few of mine have. You remember that whole season, the whole ride. So if, if you're just parachuting into in the playoffs, it's not like you've been with the team all year. You, It's your team. You want to watch them. and But you got to, it's it's going to come to a point where people are going to have to make individual decisions, and everybody's financial situation is different. I understand that. And you might have to explain to your wife why you're spending, you know, three grand to watch all your sports teams. Teams, but that's where we are, and, and that's where we're headed, and I, I fully believe that's where we're going to end up.
2: Big Mac, I'll ask you. I'm not going to ask Lugie because it's unfair to ask him this question. <laughs> How do you think Luigi did today? Oh, he did, did a great job. job. Yeah, I think he did very well. Yeah. We no, well, listen, the, uh,
5: the damage really shined from that point on.
2: It was, <laughs> that was the takeoff. Before,
5: Before that, it was okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it really took off. <laughs> well, tomorrow's Big Mac's day. Is that going to be about time you to I go gotta... back behind the glass? No. Is that no. going to bother you at all? No, I do And don't... Big Mac sitting in that chair, I have and no. he's hogging the microphone, and he's running that shot clock out like you like to well, say. Oh,
3: I'm used to that being behind there, and he sucks the oxygen out of the room. We know that. Although, when I sit here, here I notice I can't really see Connor as much, so I'm going to justify it where Craig could see Big Mac. He can't see me. That's why he goes to Big Mac more. But, no, I don't have an ego. I'm happy to do
2: the work behind the scenes. I- I'm happy to well, do Well, you did an excellent job Thank today. You. Thank A great you. Great job by it. Connor as well, Big Mac. Uh, Big Mac does have a bridge show coming up next. He'll take you right up till Nick's Nets. And, yeah, I'm going over there. And if uh, you want to abuse me with foul language and tell me how much the Nets suck, that's uh, okay. Nick
3: that's fans, fine. if you see Evan at it's the fine. Garden, if you see him on the streets, let him know how you feel. And let him know how you feel loudly and passionately.
2: Like yeah, that. just don't yeah. let me. Don't let you know. Don't let yourself know how I feel while I'm eating those garden paninis because they're very good <laughs> and I'm very hungry. Yeah, I was okay. gonna say. I think the foul shot
5: is up for grabs.
2: I think if you want to point out that you <laughs> thought his foul shot was ridiculous and
5: his gut is unbecoming, that's yeah, more than willing. Basically,
2: basically, if Nick Claxton misses a free throw tonight and yeah. I have the gall to rip him, you have the right to say, "Excuse me, you got no reason to rip him." What's that material on that shirt, by the way? The more I see it, it's kind of shiny. Yeah, it's water. It's like good for water because I jumped in the pool right after. But uh, I, I was, was going to say, it. it's like not a normal T-shirt you yeah. got there. Yeah, it shows off my man booze. I'm very proud yeah, of it. Yeah, I mean, you did yourself no favors. I know. You didn't weird materials.
5: You didn't, match your, you didn't ma- do anything with your hair. You a had a poor angle. Just
2: everything about hey, that. Listen, thing. I did everybody a favor. Now they can make fun of me. Okay. Enjoy your evening, everybody. I'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. <sighs>